Hi, this is Rob Bailey, better known as Beat from the Deuter Podcast, and I'm here to say that Amerimade Realty in Bryan, Ohio is the real deal. And I'm not just saying that because I'm an agent there. I'm saying that I would put our broker and stable of agents up against any other local real estate office, and we would flat out dominate. And I'm not just talking real estate. We could dominate at bowling, basketball, Monopoly, you name it. This week's featured house for sale is located at 4657 Rosedale Road in Hicksville. This beautiful three-bed, two-and-a-half bath, one-and-a-half-story home in the Fairview School District features a 58-foot concrete-stamped wraparound and covered porch, a large patio, concrete basketball pad with pole and backboard, a 40-by-50 pole barn with concrete floor is already able to be set up for horses or other livestock. It has beautiful hardwood floors in the dining room and living room, a gas fireplace, ceramic tile floors, a new roof in 2017, new furnace, hot water heater, and water softener all in 2018, and a fully finished basement with living space and much more. Folks, this house is MTV Cribs worthy. Think about that for a second and imagine yourself in this house on MTV Cribs. So if you'd like to take a look at this house or you just would like some more information, feel free to give me a shout. I can be reached at 419-388-9290. Now back to the boys of the Deuter Podcast. Mr. Huff, Mr. Giner is ready for your interview. Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. We're here to fuck shit up. Oh, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, live from the Beats Lab at Studio 537, it's time for another installment of the Duder Podcast. Now, while this isn't the first time, it's the first time in a long time, that our listeners are getting to hear only from the sexy members of the podcast. That's right, folks. It's just Elvis and I. I know that was probably an obvious statement, but it's just Elvis and I tonight. Um, And you will now know why the title of this episode is This Podcast Just Got a Lot Sexier. So, Elvis, welcome. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing very well, thank you. I did send out, um, I sent the link out to everybody else, just in case. Um... Lindsay said he might jump on. Curtis said he might jump on. Dougie had a coach's meeting tonight, so he's unable to attend. Was he uh, the guest speaker tonight? Where? At the, I think it was the Northwest Ohio uh, Crescent News Coach of the Year speaking convention. 
is what I think it was. <laughs> is that what it was? You're telling me there was a convention in which the attendees were all uh, Crescent just, News They're just going to go there. No, it was just him. It was just for the Crescent News Coach of the Year. Oh, so it was like an and, honorary dinner for him? Yeah, yep, just for him. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Son of a bitch, and we didn't get invited? I, oh, no, he's 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 big-timing us. You know, I bet he'd probably, he'd probably bring Guido along before us anyway, so. Oh, definitely, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's blood before beats. <laughs> So yeah, we might get joined by we might be joined by Lindsay and Curtis later on. Um, we'll see. Um, it's going to be interesting because you know Elvis and I tend to go off the charts, off the rails, off the everything. Um, uh, before I get started, I do want to apologize to our listeners. The last couple episodes have had some um, audio issues, in which my audio is behind everybody else's. Uh, we are working on fixing that. I sent out a request to Anchor for some help, um, and as helpful as they are. Um, they emailed me back a rather lengthy response after I sent them a lengthy message, basically stating that it's our problem, not theirs. Uh, it's got something to do with somebody's internet connection, um, whatever. So we're going to try and make it happen. Um, and we'll just kind of go with that. So speaking of the last episode, 117 plays. How awesome is that? That's great for, that's not, it's uh, exactly one week though, isn't it? It is. I dropped it. Uh, did I drop it late last, last Wednesday night late? Yeah, I think, I think about 11 o'clock. I want to say that by, Thursday evening, maybe we were already at like seventy something. That's pretty dang good. I, the screenshots that I send you guys. So what I do, folks, is I check. I go to my anchor app and I check just to see what's going on with who's leaving. Um, who just to see how many lessons we get. And I, if I think it's worth it, I'll screenshot it and send it in our text thread to the rest of the guys. And um, we tend to get a kick out of it. The interesting number that I find is anchor is telling us that we now have an estimated audience of 104. We're about to take over the world. Last week, it, when I when I announced that stat, it was at 92. Um, so upon finding out that it was just Elvis and I, um, I sent out some feelers to see. Um, we, 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 we've been trying to get... Uh, Josh Voles, a.k.a. the Subway Domer, to come on and talk some Irish football with us. Um, but actually, he is recording his own podcast tonight. Um, but we'll, we'll still try and get him on at some point, uh, at some point during, this, uh, during this season. He's a wealth of information, and I get a lot of – I get pretty much all my Notre Dame information from him, so he could seriously bullshit me if he wanted to. It'd be nice to get some of his uh, listeners listening to our podcast, also. That would, but you know, we just we we well, and this is how we're going to do that. Hey, guess what? It's just me and you this week. You want to talk about the game last week? Yeah, hey, let's do it. Oh my god, it was there were more runs scored 
in the baseball game that was going on at the same time, then <laughs> so the Irish win twelve to seven. And wow. I don't know for certain what the what, what what how many runs were scored in the baseball game, but if you if 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 you gave me a few minutes, I'm sure I could look it up. But wow, it was puff fucking thetic. It was it was a tough watch. They uh, Notre Dame moved the ball decent, but they just could not punch it in. I kind of felt like Tommy. Go ahead. No, I was going to say their offensive line. Man, they they didn't look like the top three offensive line like they have been in the previous weeks where they rushed for 353 yards the week before. Hell, they couldn't even get positive positive yardage sometimes. I I felt like Tommy Reese was trying to get a little cute. Um, in the passing game, it just seems like if the the run is working, and they insist on trying to put the ball in the air, and I've just I, I, I that's that's that has frustrated me pretty much Brian Kelly's entire career. Um, that it just it just seems to not work. I don't know. Yeah, but hell, two. It was a it was a forty mile an hour win. Like almost was it? the whole game, you know, it, it was wind gusts from twenty to forty and thirty-five times the game. Well, remember the the hurricane games the Irish played in years prior, where yeah, yeah, that's... <laughs> and NC State, I I do remember that. Yeah, Clemson, you know, it's it's like uh, Ian Book looks great for. 15 plays and it looks like a, a freshman all over again. You're thinking is what is it? His ninth year in the ND offense that he should, he should look a little more stoic than what he does. And I agree. It's like he, he passed, he threw the ball like shit. And I'm going to tell you what, I've got to go back to subway Domer here, but I was listening to their couple episodes ago. They were, Oh my God, they were stroking Javon McKinley's wiener the entire episode. And what's yeah. Javon do to, to to pay him back? He he doesn't catch a fucking ball. Yeah, thrown his. I think it was it was over five. I think. I think he only had one rush for I think thirteen yards. Who book? But no, Javon. Oh, he ran on. the ball. Yeah, they they did a end around for him. Oh Jesus! Him. But they. I'd like I'd like to see him pound uh, Kyrene thirty five times a game. Him and him him and Tyree. I'd I'd like to see fifty carries between both them. But I don't think offense. I don't think that's ever going to happen. You still there, Vess? Okay, yeah. I thought I lost yeah. you. Yeah, uh, you're right. I thought I lost you for a minute, but. Um... And and it's kind of go off of what you just said about Williams and Tyree being so studly in the backfield leads to Jameer Smith now leaving the program. I mean, yeah. I think that says something. If you've got two really good running backs to, the, to where your third really good running back leaves the program, what is Jafar Armstrong next? Or are they moving him somewhere else? Or I, I, I did read that um... – 
And Jameer is not going to be playing football. Is it injury-related? So it's not – no, I, I think he – what I, what I read that he just fell out of love with football. Huh. And he, he's, he's staying at school, but he's just going to be working on Are his studies. The, now, let me ask you, does, his, does he get to keep his scholarship? Usually they don't. Huh. If they're if, – if it would be injury-related – which, you know, they could say something he would be able to keep a scholarship. But I think if he just doesn't want to play football anymore, I don't think he would be able to keep a scholarship. Boy, it's an awful expensive school to want to stay at if you um yeah. <laughs> if you're not playing. I obviously don't know his family's financial circumstances, but uh wow. Well, good for him either way. Um you know, I, I I, I ragged on Book about the way he threw the ball, but I, I just really like it when he runs the ball. Um, he runs with a with a purpose, um, but yet he's cautious. And yeah, just like his his touchdown run, that was that was beauty, wasn't it? He juked that dude at the end, and just because I thought, oh, he's going to go out of bounds at the two, and you know we're going to take four downs to try to get the ball in the end zone. And what in the hell was the fake field goal about? Oh, my God, from the nine-yard line. I have no idea. Okay, so generally, the Irish line up for a field goal. I get up, go to the kitchen, do whatever, and come back. So I got up, and I heard it going on in the background. I thought, did they fake it, or was it a botched snap? Because there's never a botched hold. I just assumed there was a botched (laughs) snap. And no, I come back. It was a legitimate fake. Yeah, yeah, he faked it, and they they read it like it was a book. I mean, they had he had no room to run, and they stopped him. I think maybe the five yard line, and I don't know why. Why as bad as they played in the first half, why you just don't take the points, take the points, get into halftime, and do your adjustments, and get back out in the second half, and. And this was but legitimately the holder picks up the ball, takes the ball, and just runs up the middle. There was no gimmick, no no nuance to it at all. It was just – the guy just picked it up and ran. Yeah. I, yep. <sighs> they didn't even have a – they didn't have anybody go out for like a pass or anything. That's why I thought it maybe just, it was a botched snap. But, yeah. Yeah. Either way. But they came out with the, with the 12-7 win and – a win's a win, but when you get to the Deuter podcast, pick them. Um, the Irish don't like to cover. <laughs> they haven't the last two weeks. They aren't doing good this it's year. It's been brutal for beat on the pick em side of things. Uh, but we'll, we'll get on to that a little bit later. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, the Irish and their opponent this week. Uh, the Pitt Panthers. Always seem to give us fits. Every year. And the line on this game at ten and a half, it reflects that we struggle with Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. Every year ever since Aaron Donald. What's that been ten years ago now? Yeah. And it's it seems like there it's always a dog fight every year. You know, Notre Dame could be up thirty points and ten minutes later they'll be tied up or down three points. And when I think about Notre Dame and Pitt, 
I immediately go back to the 2012 game. Wasn't that the overtime? Yeah. I mean, on the edge of your seat, uh, throwing shit at the TV generally. Thank God for Everett Golson. I never thought I would ever hear anybody say that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, hey. It it was his scrambles and his late TD and overtime that, and then I think he threw a pass in the corner of the end zone to score. I think it was the Durham Smythe, if I remember correctly. Speaking of Irish, not not to change the subject, but speaking of Irish tight ends, Cole Komet was a TD. He did for the Bears, and a, and another little tidbit of info, uh, Manti Teo was just uh, signed to the Chicago Bears practice squad. Oh, He's my. Come, yeah, coming back from a – I think he had a knee injury. He's coming back from – Underwhelming. girlfriend and all. <laughs> Underwhelming actually, NFL actually, career. <laughs> actually, I think he's a newlywed. I think he just got married not too long ago. Where did, and she was real. Where, where did he meet her at? Catfishhunter.com. <laughs> There's so many different ways I thought you were going to go with that. I didn't know. <laughs> I thought there was the potential that you would say milfhunter.com or. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was leaning more towards uh, some. He's Mormon, isn't he? Is he Mormon? I think so. I, was, I didn't. I, I wonder if is. the Mormons have a, like, you know, there's J date and stuff like that for the, that, that Jewish uh, Jewish people can meet up and date and stuff. I didn't know if maybe <laughs> the Mormon Mormons had something like that or what. Maybe Latter Day Saints or something. Latter Day Saints and Latter Day Ain't. Latter Day Saints and Latter Day Ain't. So moving on here, uh, we've got to get to some reviews from last week, and there's a lot actually. Because is there really? Because between the sparring on Twitter between people, and uh, we did have one on Gmail, and of course Dave Blue finally got caught up on all the episodes and and shot us a little text, and we'll, I'll read that in just a second here. Um, but in order to do that, I have to sit up in my chair, which I was getting really comfortable in, which I just took a nap in about an hour ago. <laughs> By the way, I was going to mention that Artie, Artie Bailey, my production assistant, my four-legged best friend, is sitting beside me shitting himself, and it's it's a little rough. A little rank? A little ranker. Um, So, yeah, we'll we'll start with some Twitter mentions and stuff that we had. We had going on last week. Um, And I did miss one from the week before, and I'll figure out a way to make that happen. Uh, gosh, need help reading that. I'm trying to look at dates here because I had a bunch of stuff in here. Okay. Oh, last week's episode, I think was a big hit, uh, in, in Antwerp. And that's why I think there's so many, uh, coach Hale with the, the, if you, you guys remember was the, on, on last week their football coach, and man, alive. When I tweeted that link out, 
Antwerp's the who's who of Antwerp uh, hit, uh, liked my tweet on that. Um, yeah, they did. It was, uh, um, God damn it. I'm struggling here. Uh, thanks to our good old boy, Johnny D's nuts. DeVore, um, <laughs> leaves us about five messages a week and I have a hard time. I have a hard time getting, uh, and Bechtel hit us up too. Um, hey, hey jo- Johnny DeVore is one heck of a, heck of a listener. He absolutely loves us. Yeah, I know. And and Johnny D's, thanks for listening to us, by the way. And the Phillies suck, and the rest of your Philadelphia teams do as well. Wow, I, I, um, wouldn't, go, I wouldn't go that far, John, but thanks for listening. So we'll go ahead and read John's um, – gosh, I can't, I'm having a hard time scrolling through all these. Uh, last week, John said, another great show, Duders. I introduced a few more people to the pod this last weekend, so hope the ratings continue to climb. I think maybe Beat should donate his $22 to the Archer Athletic Department. Also, <laughs> hands down, Elvis is the funniest guy on the show. How much did you pay him to say that? Oh, you know, a couple couple bucks here and there. Hey, at least he, he's correct. I'm not going to lie. Chicks dig me. And guys want to be like me. <laughs> he's not the he's not the the best uh, beat up for anything. Oh, did I say that out loud? Because you're about <laughs> to win. Um, gosh, why am I struggling here? Oh, a couple weeks ago, Johnny said, "Great show, fellas." But hey, I've have heard enough about you Hicksvillians meat gazing. Okay, so I went. <laughs> I did clarify all of that with him, um, that in fact the meat gazer was not a Hicksvillian. Um, He's actually from uh, Decatur, Indiana. His name is Andrew Berg. I call him COVID Berg because he's been out of work for COVID for the last three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, something like that. He's the one that likes to look at guys' peckers in the bathrooms. Oh, and this was the guy that this was the guy he, he was this is the guy that was meat gazing coach Hale. Yes. Uh jerseys. Yep. Oh no. Yeah, he's That's uh, not good. No, he, he always wants to shake it at work, but it's like, come on, dude, seriously. All right, go ahead. One time. <laughs> uh our next one was from Coach Hale, actually. Uh, he said he just wanted to say thanks. Uh, he had a blast, and thanks for having him on. Um, I think Coach Hale fit in really well with the beatettes. I think I, he, um, he he's a he's a true honorary member. He did a great job. I could I that's actually, true. I I could actually listen to him talk and talk football for hours. He he was a great interview. Absolutely. Now and we'll, we'll but. but but his picking skills, yeah. not that good. Not yeah. that good. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that after a bit here. Uh, Gabe Yoder, another great listen, Duder podcast, helping every dude up their bathroom time entertainment. <laughs> hey, I got a you, kick out of that. If you you have to listen to something on the toilet, you might as well listen to the podcast. I mean, it's great. And another thing, hey, Gabe. I appreciate you sending that picture to Kurt. He uh, sent a picture. I think it was 
our nine and 10 year old all-star picture team picture that had a, had a bunch of us in there and my God, I was laughing. I was one damn ugly kid. I'll be honest. You got to get, 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 get me some of them pictures. I'll get them out. On, I'll get them out on I'll, Twitter. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll send them to you. But, uh, it had, uh, Mike Meyer was our coach. Uh, my dad, Mike Bailey was then Gabe, Gabe, uh, myself, like Jeremy Van Horn, Chris Snyder, House, Marcel Castello, Adam Fogle, and uh, I think Wes Taylor was one. Uh, J J Blow or J Bo Turnbull. It was, it was a good pair. I I started laughing. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. It was a good picture. Thank you, Gabe. Um, one other Twitter deal we had going on, uh, just yesterday, um, I saw that our old buddy Matt Eicher posted that, uh, something about, I think Joe Rogan's podcast or something was really awesome. Um, and I said, and I, I replied to his tweet. I just said, pass, everyone should check out the Duder podcast instead. (laughs) Um, Matt did reply and he said love it best podcast around he did have a question for us which this is something I've been wanting our listeners to do is give us some questions that I can pose to the B-Dets I do have one and Matt would like to know um, I would love to know from the experts of uh, what Indiana's chance chances of making the playoffs slim to none uh, Matt is a big IU Hoosier fan in all sports, and I, I'm assuming he's talking about football. Yeah, yeah. Slim, slim to none is accurate. Yeah, I'd I'd say that's probably pretty close. Or I I'd say it might not might not even be slim. It might just be none. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. So that's our that's our what 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 in 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 Deuterland what's been going on on Twitter. Uh we did get an email. We got our weekly email from the Shep Dog. Hey, by the way, Shep Dog and I are friends on Facebook now. Hell yeah. Might as well be. So I'm going to Yeah, that's awesome. Uh he goes on to say, "Hey, beat, another great episode last week. Enjoyed listening to coach Hale, and I also want to congratulate him on his first win as head coach of the Archers." Uh, I'd also like to issue an apology to your supporting cast for accidentally calling them the dudettes. <laughs> he lo- I held him accountable. <laughs> I, I held him accountable. You guys were like, ah, whatever. <laughs> I held him accountable. I got my guys back. Oh, he, he, uh, I was at work in my brain. Go ahead. He was laughing pretty good about he that. Said I was, he said I was at work and my brain was probably scrambled when I wrote the review. Anyways, the bdets is what I meant to say. Uh you know, Elvis keeps saying Dougie Fresh was Crescent News Coach of the Year. I thought Jimmy Linder was. <laughs> oh, man. That's a, Douglas, that's a slam, buddy. Oh, if only Dougie was here to, to respond to that. I'm sure he'd give us the most PC answer oh, he, yeah. he's ever came. Actually, he probably, I wonder if Dougie has Curtis write his answers for him. I think Jim, because a lot of what Doug says sounds like what Kurt would say. I think Jim Linder was the uh, West Bend News Coach of the Year. Oh, I, okay. I think that's what it was. 
Wow, Dougie got slighted by the West Bend News. Yeah, that's the hometown paper too, isn't it? I get that one every week at, at the post office. Uh, Shepdog goes on to say, looking forward to another stellar episode, fellas. Uh, one more thing before I go and beat, you know what Saturday is. Okay, Saturday. <laughs> what Saturday is it, Scrap? This coming Saturday? Yeah. Well, the, the Irish play Pitt. I don't know. Is there something else going on? Yeah, I, not that I, not to my knowledge. I don't have to work. Shepdog says, but, buck, but. I'm having a hard time understanding what this word is. Buck, buck, I, Bukai, Bukai Saturday? Bacardi. The fuck is, Maybe. what is Bukai Saturday? I don't know. Bukai Saturday. I, I'm not sure. That doesn't ring a bell it's to spelled, me. It's, it's spelled B-U-C-K-E-Y-E, Bukai. I don't know what the hell that is, but it uh, must be something new they do in Paulding County. I don't know. It's this Saturday, though. So, hey, folks, if you're out in Paulding County, this weekend on Saturday, it's Bakai Saturday. Maybe it's where you get Bacardi. Maybe you get pumpkins or something. Carved pumpkins in town. <laughs> that could very well be. Uh, our last review came obviously from uh, David A. Blue. Fine quality douche level. Coach Hale clearly has a major douche ability. Fine choice of guest. Elvis continues to prove his chop. Well, he says chips, but I think he means chops. As a high-level interviewer. <laughs> Scrodats keep dominating. Two, four, five middle fingers. boy, Blue. Now, in case people listened, some of these listeners last week were new, um, douche is not a negative connotation on this podcast. It is a uh, po- positive connotation. Um, I recommend you go back through the episodes and listen to the one titled Douches and Middle Fingers. You will completely understand what Dave means when he calls us all douchers. It's, it's, it's nothing but love from him. That's, all, that's what he's all about. Love. Peace and love. Love, peace, and butt grease. Yeah, boy. So... Um, I want to talk about baseball. Uh-oh. Um, I talked last week that we were having a uh, Deuter podcast pick em amongst Beat and the Beatettes. Um, and I've got some standings for you, updated standings, and we've also got some potential um, for a tie. Because um, in the lead right now, we have... Uh, LK and I are tied with 15 points. I'm out. I am officially done. I believe I had, I had Tampa getting to the World Series but losing to the Braves. The Braves obviously lost to the Dodgers. Uh, LK is still in it. So LK needs to win. He needs Tampa Bay to just win the World Series. It's possible. Yeah, it is. It's very. I, I know. The, I don't. I damn it. I need to turn the TV on um, and have that on in the background. But um, LKS Tampa and seven. Um, Elvis, or I'm sorry, Dougie Fresh is at thirteen. Dougie can't win. Oh, poor Douglas. Yeah, he's blocked. He has. Uh, he's only got thirteen points. 
and he has Tampa winning it. So he can get if Tampa. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh. No, because if Tampa wins, LK gets yeah, points. Yeah. So Dougie, sorry, you can't win. Curtis has been out since uh, round one. <laughs> Elvis. What? You are sitting at 12 points. You have the Dodgers winning. Yeah. If the Dodgers win in six, you're going to come up just a little bit short. So really, it's it's coming down to LK and I, and um, if it's a tie, I win. Uh, <laughs> that so, sounds perfect. Did you watch game one of the World Series? I watched a little bit of it, yeah. I did too, and for some reason I couldn't I couldn't stay interested. They uh Dodgers look tough. Cody Bellinger's I love him. He's God, he's a ball player. He's such a bitch. He's, he's tough. Oh my goodness. And hell, they probably got him for at least another four years. Oh god, he's he's oh. I think he's only like twenty six, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's maybe got three or four more years before he can hit before. But I don't know if they extended him. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, to get him out of to buy out some of his uh, some of his early on um, arbitration money, free agency yeah. years. Yeah, buy out his arbitration years and a couple of uh, um, uh, a couple of free agent years. Yeah, man, the dot man they hit the ball, but Tampa's nothing to. To write no, they, they're they're by, by they're a tough means. ball team. I mean, Kevin Kermiller, or is that how you say it, Kermiller from Fort Wayne? Kiermaier. Kiermaier. He's a he's he's yeah. nasty. He's a good ball. I like I like watching him. I think he, he yanked one last night. <laughs> he yanked yeah. one before and after and during the game. Whoa! Yeah, three. He did a Daryl. He he did a Daryl Strawberry yeah. <laughs> in the in the in the clubhouse. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. That, Something tells me that, that 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 might be there might be some COVID restrictions. Yeah, on that. I'm sure there is. I do. I do like. I I I cannot believe how small Mookie Betts is. Yeah, he's just a little he dude. Is. I I you know I've watched him and then I, I haven't really watched a whole lot of him, but I watched the game last night. My God, if he's 150 pounds soaking wet, I'll kiss your ass. <laughs> I mean, he's he is what is he five eight, hundred and fifty pounds, yeah. and he can freaking hit a yeah he's just he can hit guy. a ball five hundred foot throw it like a freaking Andre Dawson. He's he's a good ball player. He's a five tooler. And one other thing I heard last night: how much money the Dodgers make every year just on their their local TV contract just in Los Angeles County. It's huge. It's like 480 million just every year. When Frank McCourt sold that team to the Guggenheim partners, which I think Magic Johnson might have been involved in yeah. that, and there's some serious high rollers. That was that was how the Dodgers were so were valued so yeah. high. And I don't know if it was I, I think it was close to a billion dollars. Oh, I, I would wouldn't doubt it. The vast majority of that is that local TV. Contract. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's unbelievable, and it was just they were just talking about LA County, not even the regional, not even the like the Fox Sports regional one. Um, okay. I'm like, and that's right in the Dodgers' pocket every year, and that goes towards what they can spend every year. That's why they can get all these high-priced free agents year in and year out. But it's. They, wow. they got some cash. 
and they spend it. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Oh no, that um, I think they're were they number two in the payroll this year behind the Yankees. Oh, were they even behind? I, I didn't even know if they were behind. I, I the think Yankees. that they were. Who the hell are the Yankees besides Garrett Cole? Who the hell are they paying so much money to? Stanton. <laughs> Seven. The son of a bitch is yes. hurt all the time, and I forgot he even. Seventy-seven million for a year for that guy. I, I think it's like thirty-six million a year. Oh my god, that is just filthy. Uh, oh, I heard today, this morning on the radio, the Mets sale uh, is official, was approved by Major League Baseball. So the Mets now have a new owner. Um, J-Lo. So now all my... No, sorry. J-Lo and, a- and A-Royd were not the winning bidders. Um, it's a gentleman by the name of Steve Cohen. I talked a little bit about him several episodes yeah. ago. Um, but he's a he's a... He's got a net worth of about fourteen billion dollars. He's a hedge, former hedge fund manager, just cash money. He was actually a, I believe, a five five to ten percent owner already. He was just a minority yeah. owner, and uh, yeah, so he bought out his ninety. He bought out the other ninety five percent. Oh my goodness, the 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 happiness of the of the Mets fans is um, unmatched. I bet. Uh, it, it, uh, the Wilpons have essentially owned this team since I've been alive. And, you know, I think everything was good up until the whole Bernie Madoff shit happened yeah. and they lost all their damn yeah. money. And then it was penny pinch, penny pinch, penny pinch. Now they're talking, you know, the fans are talking about, you know, wanting to sign JT Rail Muto and every goddamn high price free agent you can oh, find. Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't think Cohen's going to he, – he might sign Real Muto. And he may even snatch up Trevor Bauer or something like that on a one-year yeah. deal, uh, which I want to talk about that in just a okay. second. I found that pretty yeah. interesting. Um, so we'll see. I mean, he's already beefed up the analytics department. He's bringing Sandy Alderson back to run the team as team president. It'll be interesting to see what happens uh, on the GM front of things, whether they whether they get rid of Brody Van Wagenen or they – uh, bring in somebody else. So this Mets fan is extremely excited for the offense. I, I do hate, but I'm going to go back to Trevor Bauer. I do hate to say, I What's do that? hate to say this, but baseball is better when the Mets are good. That pains me. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah, I mean, I think baseball is good when both. Yeah, you know, when both New York both, teams are good, when, when, and even Boston. Yeah. I mean, that's been something that baseball has lacked the last few years is that Boston just hasn't been any good. Therefore, because, you know, I think I've been reading they're going to try and trade off Nate Valdi, and he's one of these, like, one of these, I think their best pitcher. Yeah. So I don't know if they're still rebuilding or what the hell their deal is, but um, I want to go back to Trevor Bauer because I found this really interesting, and I wish the other guys were here because I'd like to hear their takes on it too. Trevor Bauer, I, apparently what I'm hearing is, he only wants to work off of one-year contracts. Yep. I did read. So we're not talking about a guy who wants to sign a 10-year, you know, $300 million deal. This guy literally just wants a one-year contract. I think this guy might be the smartest one of any of these players. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he wants to prove. From a standpoint of. No, I was going to say he wants to prove himself every year. You know, if he's worth $25 million one year. 
and you might have a down year the next, maybe it's only worth 10 million. And you know, that's, that'd be a two year, $35 million contract. That's not that dang bad. And you also don't give yourself a death sentence signing up for a team for 10 years. Okay. Now Scherzer did it, but you know, he won a world series and whatever. Harper takes a massive deal to Philadelphia. What have they done? Nothing. Um, you know, Machado's Machado here, San Diego's looking like they're going to probably be a force next year. So I just think that this, this is a really novel concept that, that Trevor Bauer. And I, I hope it catches fire because I think it's a great deal. You know, I think he's kind of basing it off of God. LK would absolutely be loving it if I said this, but you know, LeBron takes the one-year, two-year deals. And I, th- I think that's kind of what he's basing himself off of. You know, hell, I'm going to go to San Diego next year for $20 million. We win the World Series, great. Okay, I got $20 million plus all my incentives and everything. Next year, I might be playing for the Seattle Mariners, you know, whoever's going to be the highest bidder and who he's got the best shot at winning a World Series with. Exactly. And you, uh, yes, I, I think this is good. And it's so much, I mean, I understand the financial security of a long-term deal. I mean, the dude blows his arm out. He's, you know, he doesn't have that, that guaranteed money to sit back on. Um, What's a name I'm trying to think of off the top of my head, a pitcher who um, signed a massive deal and then got hurt. Uh, I mean, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Kevin Brown. That would be one. Um, but he, I think he signed like a $175 million deal with the Dodgers. And But the only good thing about baseball, the, all the contracts are guaranteed. So, you know. That's what makes it <laughs> – that's what makes baseball so tough because one bad contract can kill yeah. you. Um, again, going back to the Mets, bad contracts just – and I don't want to say Carlos Beltran's contract was a bad contract um, because he did perform. But, man, they had that on the fucking books for so yeah. long. Um, I mean, even David Wright's contract was it, – I think, I think it's still maybe, – maybe it might be up now. But either way, one bad contract can kill, just absolutely kill you. And that's something your Cubs have not – have been good about. You don't hear anybody, you know, any bad contracts with them. Um, but don't some aren't some of their studs going to be uh, free agents pretty all next soon? Next year, everybody but Rizzo, uh, Wilson, Contreras, Wilson Contreras, uh, Javi Baez, Kyle Schwarber, they're all up next year, and Chris Bryant, all in the same, same year? year. I think I think Holy I think shit. Chris Bryant is arbitration eligible for this year, and maybe next. But every, the other three are, it's either pay them or they're going bye-bye. Pay, pay trade or they're going, they're going off to La Vista. I'm just, I'm just looking up Javi Baez's contract. I think, I think he uh, played okay, for six so and a half million this year. He is under contract through 2021. Yep. Wait, no, 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 no. Yeah, you're right. He, next year. Yes. Yep, after next okay. year. 2021 will be the final, his final season of arbitration. 
So you'll have him for next yep. year. Do you think? Do you think that they trade him off? I don't know. He had he had a pretty lackluster year this year. I God, I and the and the Cubs they don't make any money because they've done so many renovations. I mean, the Ricketts have bought almost all of Wrigleyville, and they're putting up ho- yeah, oh, really? putting up hotels. They're doing it. They're doing it. It's really nice, but it's they're just strapped for cash so bad that. I think this pandemic's going to kill the Cubs, and I think they're going to have to trade off maybe one or two of those guys. And I, I don't, I, I think they'll keep Javi, but I think they might get rid of Wilson Contreras. And and I don't, Brian, Chris Bryant isn't like in isn't he's not like the the he's not the Ricketts biggest, not the biggest fan of he's he's not their bigger biggest yeah. fan. Yeah, yeah. They're not his biggest yeah. fan. Sorry, yeah. I. It, it, Sorry, it's gonna I'm, be. I'm attempting to eat supper. It's too. gonna be a tough year for my Cubs next year, I think. Because next year will be uh, our GM's final year, and he's Theo's gonna be leaving, and I think they're gonna possibly uh, have Jed Hoyer move up to the GM role. Because he's, uh, which he should. Yeah, he's, anyway. I think, I think he's the senior vice president of scouting, or he's just a step under Theo right now. He's kind of been Theo's right hand yeah. man a lot, yeah, hasn't he's, he? He's done everything. I think they're gonna. I, I think they'll probably have Judd take over, and they'll just transition him into Theo's role for next year. And he's actually the GM. Jed, Jed is. Yeah, Jed Hoyer is actually okay. he's actually the GM. Because okay. I think Theo would be like the president yeah, of baseball yeah. operations yeah, that, or whatever. Yeah, that's what he is. Yeah, he's the EVP and general manager. I, I huh. think Jed was the the senior senior guy of scouting before that. Okay. Yeah, because he was the GM at San Diego for yeah. a while. Yeah. Um. But before that, he was with Theo yep. in Boston. There are those freaking smart Ivy League dudes. Oh, yeah. So what do you say? You want to hey, do some picks? Doing? All right. Sorry, I was eating some rice. I was hungry. <laughs> it happens. So let's talk about last week's picks. Oh, some of it was brutal, but... Go ahead. What are you uh, gonna say? I, I don't think I did too hot. Okay, well, LK was the weekly winner at twelve and five. That's a pretty damn good week. You know what? That's kind of bullshit. I'll be totally honest. Because I think you had him pick after me every game. That hurts my feelings. Right? Actually, he's been gone for three yeah, episodes. But you'd always. So his picks were yeah, already. Yeah, but in. then I think he changes them. I think. Are you no, blaming me? Are you saying I'm <laughs> up to something? Sounds like you're blaming me, Viz. Okay. Yeah. All right. Curtis isn't here for us to kick around, so don't be coming after me. Uh, speaking of Curtis, Curtis was runner-up in uh, in the picks. Kurt went 11 and six. He stormed. Yeah, he's back. coming from coming um, from oblivion. Uh, you and Dougie both went 10 and seven. That's a little shit. But he's always cheating off me. 
Just like in high school, trying to get better grades. Uh, I went seven and ten. Oh, God. However, Coach Hale went six and eleven. And let me just say this. Coach Hale did not get one NFL game right. Yeah, that's because he's a Browns fan. <laughs> and they got rolled. Time. So last week, uh, LK uh, swept the high school. Um, pretty much the rest of us each lost. Dougie lost two games, but the rest of us all each lost one. Um, we got Curtis came on strong in the college. Um, and then you, Dougie, and LK uh, each got three of the NFL oh, games yeah. right. So um, currently the standings are as follows. Um, we've got LK now in first place at 54 and 44, 10 games over. Wow, five he's killing that. Then, then we've got a new log jam in second place. At 52 and 46, Elvis, Dougie, and the team of Curtis, Recti, and Boston are now all at 52 and 46. And I am sitting in the cellar five games back at 47 and 51. I need to pick with my brain more often. (laughs) Not with your heart. I need to just not worry about what our listeners think and just pick. So, LK, Dougie, and Curtis all sent their picks in already. They have all been entered. Nothing is being changed. And to be honest, I've already got mine in. You're just waiting on me then. So, really, we're waiting on you. But we're going to go through each game, and we are going to – we'll talk about them. So, our opening game – so two, four, we've got six GMC football games, six GMC schools playing football this week. Um, I haven't heard any different. Um, so I just kind of went off the, um, the schedule that Black Swamp had. We've got six college games and five NFL games. Um, I'm thinking that after the high school games are done, we'll probably just add a bunch more college games. Uh, maybe sprinkle in a couple more NFL games just to make it more okay. interesting. But our first game as the Tenora Rams going to Columbus Grove. Now, is this game at Grove? Yes, it will be at Grove because they're the, they're the higher seed. Well, and that's what I thought too. But I've also I've heard that Northwood and Fairview are playing at Defiance. Oh, are they really? Is that still I don't happening? Know. I, did, I did not hear that. Okay. I didn't. I don't know. I, I think I heard it on Twitter. I may have heard it somewhere else. I don't remember. Um, huh. So we've got Tenora at Grove. LK took LK took Grove. That means you're next. LK took Grove. You know what? I'm sticking with the GMC. I'm going Tenora Rams. Well, you and Dougie think alike. Curtis took Columbus Grove. I'm taking Grove, and that's for two reasons. Um, I don't know if they listen or not, but the King family, they're my neighbors, some of my neighbors at the lake. Uh, their boy, Gunner King, is a defensive lineman for Grove. He's a fucking monster. Yeah. Um, they're good. I mean, they're the, 
I think Tenora did. Uh, Tenora gave up way too many points to Hicksville yeah. last week. To to be able to go down to Grove and beat them, I don't think it's going to happen. No. Sorry. All right. Next game, Northwood at Fairview. I took the Apaches. So did Curtis, Dougie. That's up to uh, you, Elvis. I'm going with the Apaches. Northwood has played nobody, and they Fairview's going to beat them pretty bad. What conference does Northwood play in? Uh, they uh, they play like Evergreen. I don't even know the conference. Well, isn't they it? play? Uh, well, isn't Evergreen in the no, NWAL? They don't play Evergreen. They play. Uh, they play Mount. They play. They play like Stretch in those I guys. I think it's like the old Tack. That could be the Tack League, isn't it? The it could be. That's that's where. We, okay, they play like yeah, Montpelier. Montpelier. Get real, real good teams right. like that. <laughs> real, real quality yeah. opponents. So you're telling me that you're telling me that Mister Run It Up is going to score 65 yeah. points this week I hope at so. least. Uh, something nice about that Fairview game last week is that um, I believe the school was streaming it live on Facebook. Were they really? Yeah, and unfortunately, I didn't find it until late in the game, so I was really kind of watching the JV projects yeah. uh, play, but they hell, they moved them all. Yeah, I, I listened to it on the radio and watched the Hicksville game. Uh, did you? Okay. Well, LK took Fairview. Okay. No surprise there that we all took the Apaches across the board. Uh, okay, so that's it for the playoff games. The rest of these are just regular season games. Uh, I'm assuming they're happening. Um the only, Edgerton is not playing this week. Is that correct? I believe so. I think they're still on the COVID watch. Because that happened after the podcast last yes. week. So we really didn't get a chance to comment on the Edgerton players testing positive for COVID, and then they had to forfeit yeah, the game. I think they had one kid test positive, and I think they had maybe seven, eight in quarantine. So I think this by the, uh, I don't think it was, I think it was by, oh, I can't even remember what, what it's called, but, um, they, they had to cancel the game due to, uh, I think the area, I can't even think of what I'm talking about. Think hard. I need to put a rub in (laughs) the, uh, uh, the Williams County. Like health department, health department, I think. I think they're the ones that got into that and got the game canceled then. Because it sounded like Edgerton kind of maybe tried to sweep that under the rug, didn't they it? kind of did. I'm not accusing anybody of anything. We're, 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 we're entitled to our own opinion. That is, that's true. That is true. Uh, okay, so we've got Delta at Ayersville. LK took Delta. It's on to you, buddy. I'm sticking with GMC. I'm going Ayersville Pilots. And this pick by Dougie surprised me because he also took Delta. Um, Curtis and I both took Ayersville. I think Ayersville is just playing better as know, the year goes on. Uh, Delta's 4-4. Four and four. I think, I think Ayersville is just coming on. I, I think they're I think they're going to get them. Next up, we have 
oh, a Paulding County oh, throwdown game. And this is about to be future conference oh, rivalry yeah. games. Uh, Paulding going to Wayne Trace. Uh, I'm taking the Raiders. I think they're rolling. Curtis took the Raiders. Dougie took the Raiders, believe it or not. What? Can you imagine being in Dougie's oh, shoes God. there? Having to choose between Paulding and oh, Wayne Trace? Man. I bet that poor guy chewed his fingernails yeah. off making that pick. Um, I'm going to stick with my my loyal listeners and going with the Wayne Trace Raiders. All right, so did LK. So we've got Wayne Trace across the board. Our next matchup, the Aces taking on the Eden Bombers at Eden. And you know what? LK, you lose MVB points for taking Eden on this. I hope you listen to this, and I hope you know that. Make sure you text me. And let he me really took that. Eden. He took Eden. I was really surprised when he sent me the picks. I'm like, hmm, I wonder what LK is thinking here. Does he know something that we I don't know? know Eden absolutely crushed Hicksville last year. Yeah. Oh, they did? And they got they got the new uh, Fairview offense. Coach Olin's, Coach Olin's okay. up in Eden right now. You can have that offense you got, all you want. If you don't have the horses to yeah, do it. Not very good. Um, all I'm going to say, folks, if you don't believe me, call Doug Rakes and ask him. Because he didn't have the horses and he had to switch things up. Completely going to more of a wing T style. And eventually, as he started to get his horses ready, they were able to you know, get out, get out from under center, go into the gun, and, get, and, and do some fun shit. Um, Elvis, what, who you got here? I'm sticking with the aces, baby. Hey, I can't believe LK didn't pick his boy Lucas Smith. I'm surprised. I think uh, oh. maybe we ought to. I don't. I think I'm going to email this spreadsheet to to Lucas and see what he says about LK. LK is Eden. always the one that says Lucas Smith doesn't lose two in a row. That's What's a good point. That? My wheeze. Wow. Well, the rest of us took Hicksville across the board. Uh, Hilltop at Antwerp. Um, Hilltop is garbage, right? I'm pretty sure. Wait a minute. Didn't they opt out of the playoffs? Yeah, this is a regular season game. Since both of them are out of the playoffs, they can play a regular season game. Oh, no, I understand that. but they So they opt out of the playoffs, but yet continue to play a regular you, season game. You can schedule. do that, yes. This this year. Help me understand. I, I don't know what the. I don't know I don't, why you would uh, opt out of getting better in the playoffs. I don't know if they didn't want to get beat so bad by somebody or what was going on, but they opted out. But then they can still play if another team agrees to play them. Well, I've got first pick on this one, and I have some reservations about taking Hilltop because you opt out of the playoffs. Antwerp doesn't. Antwerp had a shitty regular season as well. They went into the playoffs and won a game. I'm taking Coach Hale because I think they they could very easily lose on the scoreboard, but Antwerp, just by going to the playoffs and winning a game, I'm taking them. Um, 
Curtis took Antwerp, and obviously Dougie did. Elvis. Coach Hale, the boys in blue are going to win their second game of the year. And that's what LK thought, too. So there are our GMC team picks for the week. Um, we got a lot of common picks in there. It'll be interesting to see how all that falls out. Um, not a lot of parity, except for maybe that Hicksville and Eden game. Um, not a lot of parity. I, I think the other games are going to be blowouts one way or the other. Let's skip over to college football. I'm so glad that Dougie and Curtis aren't here tonight, so we don't have to hear yeah. about the about the uh, the about the Buckeyes <laughs> about um, the big boners they got. Although for Saturday, I know. Although Curtis is a little down in the dumps, I talked to him today. He's a little down in the dumps because college football season to him, I think, is more important to him than, <laughs> frankly, getting a lot of things. Um, probably, I think Curtis would. I think Curtis would choose tailgating at a Buckeye game over a piece of ass any day of the week. I think. Now, I don't know if Swirls listens to this, but I was just kidding <laughs> if you do. If you don't listen, I wasn't kidding. Um, uh, he, he, just, there wasn't that fire in his voice um, as he prepares for Buckeye week. Um, he can't go to the games. He can't, go, he can't even go down and tailgate. And if you go if you go back and listen to some of our earlier episodes, that's what Curtis talks about is his tailgating extravaganzas. So it'll be interesting. Um, but before we get before we get to the Bakai's, we do need to discuss the Irish, a ten point favorite at Pitt. I agonized over this pick, and I'm a LK might be the smart picker here because he took Pitt. I was surprised. I think the Irish are going to win by two touchdowns, but uh, Elvis, who Irish by a 13. Sorry, I have to type this in. Uh, Dougie took the Irish, so obviously the Irish aren't scaring too many people with their inability to cover. Uh, our next matchup is the Nebraska Cornhuskers going to Columbus to take on the Ohio State Buckeyes, and it is a Ohio State's favored by twenty six and a half. Wow! I think Ohio State is going to win by forty. That's my opinion. Uh, Curtis didn't tell me why, and I'm assuming him and Dougie just because they love the Buckeyes. That's why they why they picked uh, why they picked him. Elvis, who you got? Uh... Nebraska just announced their starting quarterback, so I got to go Buckeyes. They'll probably have 110,000 people there and forget about the COVID. <laughs> How many people are they allowing? Oh, it stadium? don't matter. It's the Buckeyes. They'll, they'll do 50,000. Oh. No, I, I, I'm, guess, I'm right. guessing so, 25, maybe. 25,000? Yeah. Isn't that like a quarter? Not even. That's not a quarter. How many? How many is that stadium hold? One hundred twenty-five. No, I think one hundred and three, hundred and four. Oh, okay. So it's about a quarter. One hundred two, maybe. No, that's not. That's not bad. LK also took the Buckeyes. Next matchup: Illinois at Wisconsin. Wisconsin favored by twenty and a half. 
LK took Wisconsin. Elvis. Lovey Smith and the Illini. You're just taking them because yeah. of Lovey Smith? That's a pretty dumbass <laughs> reason to pick them to win. Lovey's the best coach the Chicago Bears ever had. Didn't he take them yes, to the Super did. Bowl? With sexy Rexy. Did no, fall I down? Sexy Rexy. Gross. Oh, okay. No. He fell down. Dougie took Wisconsin. Curtis took Wisconsin. I took Illinois, but not because of Lovey Smith. I took Illinois because I felt like that 20 and a half is an awful lot of points for Wisconsin. Yeah. At that Camp Randall, too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. They'll lay, they'll lay an egg. They're the fucking badgers. They got beat 63 to nothing that one year. The By Buckeyes. Are, the Buckeyes beat them that bad? Conference championship game. That's right. They suck. <laughs> God, the Big Ten is the best conference ever. I can't, I just, oh gosh. I can still remember, you know, we uh, the Irish getting bagged on for not joining the conference. And uh, uh, the Big Ten's fucking garbage. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, what, what's that, Doug? Oh, you don't have anything to mm. say about that? Oh, man, I'm sorry. Guys, normally Dougie would defend his conference here, but he's just yeah. quiet right now, and I don't well, know why. He's getting praised at a, uh, a national coaches convention. Everybody's, everybody's, oh, Douglas, Douglas, you're the best. You're the best, Dougie. <laughs> All right, next up, we have NC State at North Carolina. North Carolina favored by 16. I took Carolina. Curtis took Carolina. Douglas took NC State. I'm taking Elks. NC State because I'm so fucking sick and tired of picking Mac Brown's shithole Tar Heels. Don't fucking cover. <laughs> they fuck. They piss me off. They're about as bad as the Irish. Oh my covering. god! I'm sorry. It's, it's they just, just got their dicks dragged in the dirt last week by Florida State, didn't they? Oh yeah, they did. They got fucking bum rushed. All right, our next game. I threw a Big Twelve game in here just for the shits and giggles of it. Iowa State at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State favored by three and a half. LK took Oklahoma State. Elvis. I'm going the real OSU. Man, you um, are just I'm I'm down tonight. Elvis, you're the the only word in my in my head right now is yeah. provocative. Sexy. You're going to start a Twitter shitstorm. That's what you're going to do. So let me ask this. Did you download the app yet? No. Folks, Elvis has been using Twitter on his phone via his browser. Um, And I explained to him that you can download the app and you can see when when you get notifications, when people say something about you. Because I was like, hey, Elvis, did you see that picture on Twitter that your sister put out there? No, I didn't see it. I'm like, how the fuck did you see it? It's the greatest picture on Twitter right now. Uh, Dougie took Oklahoma State, Curtis took Iowa State, and I've only bet against Matt Campbell one other time, and it was in the Camping World Bowl last year. 
I'm taking Iowa State. Next up, in what I think might be the the Big Ten game of the week, um, we've got Michigan favored by three and a half at Minnesota. Oh, Elvis, Michigan can't be that bad, right? Well, I think Minnesota, don't they chop wood the whole time or row a boat or something? So they might, they, well, they might their... be able to beat them if they row a boat or chop wood. I just, I have a hard time thinking that, God damn it. I took Michigan. My pick is, is locked in, but. Now that I think about it, maybe I probably shouldn't have. I think Michigan's going to win by a touchdown. Uh, Curtis took Minnesota. Dougie took Minnesota. I'm Michigan. The Bailey boys going off the charts with Michigan. Uh, LK took Minnesota as well. So that does it for the college games. Um. Uh, there's some, there's some room in there. Uh, LK was the only one that took Pitt. Um, you and I are the only two that took, uh, we, we both took Illinois. Um, you and Dougie, NC State. So, I mean, nothing really across the board there too much, except for the Buckeyes. That's yeah. pretty much it. Um, so now we're on to the NFL. And... God, the fucking Cowboys are garbage. Even with even with with Dak out, made it even worse. <laughs> Talk about a team that can't cover. Okay, so I think the opening line generally when I when I get these picks out to the guys, it's like Tuesday or Wednesday, and the line. I I'm gonna go back and look, but I think the line on yeah. The Cardinals, the Cardinals were favored by three and a half when we picked last yeah. Wednesday. That line had shifted to like they were a touchdown favorite on like Sunday. Like... Yeah, that's how fucking garbage the Cowboys are. <laughs> by special request, loyal listener Johnny D's nuts. He asked that we. Why don't we ever? How don't you guys ever pick the Eagles games? Well. I said, Johnny, it's because they don't worry. We'll get them in a couple weeks when they play the Cowboys. Uh, I had a tough time picking games this week for us, so I went ahead and did it. The first game on our NFL schedule is the Giants at the Eagles. The Eagles favored by four and a half. LK took the Eagles. I am going to go with uh, John DeVore's Philadelphia Eagles. So did Dougie. So did Curtis. Um, when I said that on Twitter and I said they play the Cowboys in a couple of weeks, so they'll, we'll, we'll pick them then. And Johnny responded with, you mean the cowgirls? <laughs> well, Johnny, that's the oldest goddamn joke I've ever heard of any of my, any of my sports teams. Um, but I responded to him by saying, no, I'm the gals. <laughs> um, uh, but here's the deal. I got ground to make up here. It pains me to pick the Eagles. I'm going to do it anyway because I got ground to make up. I got to win games at this point. I can't piss around with with trying to make a statement. Uh, the next matchup, the Cowboys minus three and a half. How the fuck are they favored? Unreal. 
I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea. And this is another one. Hell, the line could shift to even by Sunday. Fuck, who knows? However, I am sick and tired of picking the Cowboys every week, and they dick me harder than you can imagine. I'm taking the Washington Uh-oh. Football Club in this rivalry matchup. Curtis took the Cowboys. Dougie took Washington. I'm going Oops. Cowboys. Yeah. Are you insane? I got to make Why? up ground, too. Well, LK took the Cowboys. Dang so it. Sorry about your luck. <laughs> Next matchup the Green Bay Packers going to the Texans, giving up three and a half. LK took the pack. I'm going Packers. Well, that sucks that LK wasn't here to tell us that it pains him just <laughs> to take the pack. It pains me too. Packs. I bet it does because Dougie took him, Curtis took him, and I took him as well. Next, the Tampa Bay Bucks minus three and a half at the Raiders. Uh, I took the Bucks. Curtis took the Raiders. Dougie took the Bucks. Elvis is taking the Raiders. And I I did see before we did the podcast that they sent the, all the offensive linemen home for the Oakland or Las Vegas Raiders because due to COVID. No shit. So this game might not happen until Tuesday, possibly. is that what you're saying? <laughs> um, LK took the Bucks, So there's one where you can oh, make yeah. up some ground. Last matchup, Monday Night Football. The Bears at the Rams. The Rams favored by six and a half. LK took the Rams. Do you dare? I'm going Rams. Yeah. No shit. Picking with your brain that time. Everybody took the Rams across the board that game. So there's our picks for the week. Um, Tune in next week to find out how we did. Uh, Feel free to comment on Twitter, Facebook, email, whatever. Let us know what you think of our picks. Actually, I've tried to figure out a way that I could post my spreadsheet, um, but I'm pretty fucking stupid when it comes to computers. So the only thing I'm good at is spilling beer on them. That seems to be about the only thing I'm good at with with computers. So that's our picks for the week. Elvis, did you have anything you wanted to add? I think I'm going to catch up with uh, LK pretty easy after this week. You heard it here, folks. Picking against Lucas Smith. Come on. (laughs) I figured one of those two would jump on here before the end, but that's all right. That's all right. You know what? An all Bailey Bailey Duder podcast. We haven't done one in a while. We might as well have done one tonight. Hell yes. Um, Okay, so that'll do it for this installment of the Duder podcast. I thank you all for listening. Um, I ask that if you're listening via Apple Podcasts, if you would da- download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're also on Twitter. Uh, I'm at 2 Beat. Elvis is at BigVis72. LK is uh, at LindsayKeys1. Uh, then we got at DBills11 and at Brutus56. 
Uh, you can also reach out to us on Facebook. And then we've also got our infamous email address, deuterpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, as you saw tonight, if you leave a review, I will read it on the air. The Deuter Podcast is a Beat2K production created, written, and produced by me, Rob Bailey. Executive producers are Mike Bailey, Lindsay Keys, and Doug Billman. Editing assistance provided by Mason Hostetler. Contributing producers are Dave Blue, Boston Waltenberger, and Steve Bechtel. Hair and makeup, as always, by Curtis Metz. This is Beat signing off. Just say whatever cause there is no way you're round it